the most amazing. No, listen, seriously, it's the most amazing question to ask of any presidential candidate. And it's about frozen pizza. That's coming up. You won't believe it. It's important. Brownie paper towels changes its picture to brawny women, which is what every man wants. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants a brawny woman. And make Fairfax great again. It makes the left go crazy. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. No, seriously, Jefferson, Madison, and Henry be sitting right here. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy afternoon. It's storming out there. At least it's storming here. And if it's stormy where you are, do everyone a favor, more, most importantly yourself, and drive carefully. There's accidents piling up all over the city right now. Just pull over. And it's because Virginians don't know how to drive in the That's rain. That's not true. Do not that trash everybody who's driving. I'm not trashing everybody. There's, There's one person who screws it up. accidents left and right. Well... But there's other people out there. So there's people who drive like you, and there's people who drive like me. Yeah, you're the one who causes the accidents, and I'm the one who avoids them. Are you serious right now? Have you ever been in an accident riding in my car? Have you ever? Let's okay, okay, okay. Side by side we'll stop this conversation. The, let's count the dents. <laughs> must, let's count the dents. Okay, dance. we must change it immediately, if not sooner. Coming All right. the 4 o'clock hour, we got Avengers Endgame and the Green Movement. You know, the Avengers Endgame is I have really my own description of a green movement. The Avengers Endgame is really about making America great again. If you if you've seen the whole series, you realize that Thanos is nothing more than a big leftist liberal who want who thinks we're overpopulating the universe. You know, the leftists have kept it quiet because that's that's a true story. That's a documentary. The things that happened. And that's perfect. Cities. That was right. an absolute Scott's perfect. Scott's got the cuckoo. <laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate the sound effect <laughs> yes, sir. for my brother. And then at five, a she the people. Not we the people. She the people. Now, look, the Gee. left can outdo themselves. Is that a gender thing you or think? is it just... Uh, well, it's more than the, just gender, by the way. It's she the people have to be not only a female, but you have to be black that's at five o'clock. You oh, won't believe so this. So it should it's, be she the black people? Apparently. But you, you have to see, be black? Uh, you must be, according to she the people who made it. It's colored people. As they say, brown and black, but we'll talk about that at five. It's just mind-blowing, as well as what's going on in Fairfax County, which is turning out to be a joke. Phone lines are open. It's a unique number today. Different unique and different. Than before, we've got a new number, but next week we might have the old number. No, we'll right. go back to the new one. We'll see. The, the old one. But here's the new Never one. 454 454-0822. 454-0822. All right. Fairfax County is in the middle of a uh, search for a new chairman of the county board. Now, you may think, well, that's Fairfax, Lee Brothers. Up, well, you know what? It's uh, part the, of Virginia. It's part of the Commonwealth, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. And we're greatly seeing very, very um, uh, quickly on the horizon that it is changing up there. And we actually have an audience up there. We get calls from Fairfax, Virginia. We have. Yeah. We have. They, they've, they've existed. Um, but in this case... There are a few people up there that are... Smart people. No, they there want, are. They no, want to be better educated. They want to know what our thoughts are on things. And I think they, know. I think they know. They think. I think they know. There's four Democrats running for the chairman job. Four. And one Republican. Did they all get to run? Or do they do have mean? to eliminate three of them? They all get to run and then they vote to see who gets it. So there's going to be... F- 
four Democratic yes. candidates. Yes. That will could possibly on be board, voted the for. They're already on the supervisor okay. role. Yeah, I get okay. it. I got it. I understand. But one Republican. One Republican. It would seem to me that the one Republican's got a pretty good shot when the votes really for the seat on the other side of the fence are split up between the other split four. Up between four people unless there's one well, shining star, which the, I seriously doubt. The Republican's name is Joe Galdo. He is. Uh, he sent a letter out yesterday, and it said, "In short, I believe that government has grown too big, too intrusive, and spends too much money." I like the guy already. He says, "As chairman, I will fight to get a handle on spending." Sounds good. Here's what I really liked. I will fight to empower parents to have more control over their children's education. Phenomenal. You're not stuck in some government-run indoctrination center. Maybe he's for school choice. He also said this, no more radical indoctrination under the guise of family life education, which is nothing more than just that, an indoctrination. Uh, it's horrible, horrible. You ought to get your kids out of that as quick as possible. But then he said this, and the left went crazy. I truly believe that together we can make Fairfax affordable again. We can make Fairfax safe again. And yes, we're going to make Fairfax great again. What do you think happened? Alicia, her name's Alicia Perhopples, I think is her name. Not exactly sure how to say her last name. She went to Facebook, posted this. She was so upset. Hi, it's Alicia. Hi, Hi, Alicia. I just learned today (laughs) that a Republican candidate has announced for chairman. Oh, my God. I mean, that right there. That's that's, horrid. uh, Can you believe it? I'm going to go to Facebook and I'm going to go on video and I'm going to say, I just found out, pause for effect, that there's a Republican running for chairman. I'm going to faint or I'm going to go on a hunger strike, one or the other. I can't make up my mind yet. Oh, I think my bunny slippers just ran for cover. Come on. Exactly. She uh, she does continue. For chairman. Now, I'm all about bipartisanship. No, you're not. And uh, mm-hmm. working with the other side. Not true, Alicia. But this announcement was unusual in the fact that... Listen to this. The candidate announced that he wants to make Fairfax great again. I'll just let that sink in for you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm letting it sink in over here. How, what? Now, oh, wait, just let it sink face. in for a minute. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, it's sunk in. Okay, it sunk in. I, why, <laughs> why wouldn't we want Fairfax to be... I mean, just think of the statement. Fairfax to be great again. Why? How can that possibly, possibly be offensive? Now, she's going to explain here in a second. One half of the state doesn't view Fairfax County as a great county. One half of the state of Virginia. One half of the state of Virginia is conservative, and one half mm. of the state is liberal. Usually the elections are close. I think it is half, but the half, are they're out there working to take care of their families, put food on the table, and maybe they don't have time. They don't pay attention to the elections like they should. I would be willing to bet if you if you were to get every conservative voter out to the polls on election day. It, it wouldn't be, be half. It would It'd be, be way a over. different ball That's game. what I'm saying. It used to be a different ball game, but people got busy. Yeah, maybe so. So f- the biggest threat right now is that this Republican announced by saying that fair, to make Fairfax great again. This Alicia, who sits on the county board, continues. That he wants to make 
Fairfax great again. And what's wrong with that, Alicia? I'll just let that sink in for you. It's already sunk. He's using Trump's MAGA words. It's sunk in like a greasy skin cream. And I'll tell you that what those words mean for sunk in a like black or brown cream. person. like What they mean for Why him? does it have to have something to do with a black or brown person? Now that now they're even breaking the race into two segments. That's or is there a third is there... segment that I'm not aware of? And she's slighting. <laughs> she's yeah, slighting somebody. She's slighting. It's brown and black? It's... I've heard this quite a bit lately. What is, There's a difference between brown and black, or are they on the same group? Are there two different identities? We just need to know. We need to know the rules. Is there a black and a brown, or are they the same group, but you just kind of hyphenated them? Black, black, and brown. See, we uh, would have to hyphenate ours as suntanned, sunburnt, and snow white. How insane is it? So the problem with make Fairfax County great again is that she's offended by it because Trump said make America great again. You know, maybe you ought to get over yourself and it's not that big a deal. Maybe this guy's not a racist like you think he is, but she continues. And I'll tell you that what those words mean for a black or brown person. Did like you do me, a survey? Those words are hateful. No, they're not. Filled with bigotry. What a no, pile they're not. of crap. How are they filled with bigotry? How are they hatred? All right. You're, uh, more on this, more from the Fairfax County Board of Supervisor who is upset that a Republican wants to make Fairfax great again. And your phone calls 454-0822. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. <laughs> That sounds so good. God bless America. Amen. It does sound good, doesn't it? USA, USA. Do you think that chant would ever be heard in a Democrat convention? Or in Fairfax County, the Board of Supervisors. It is now offensive to say make Fairfax County great again. But, But it's offensive to one group of people. Um, Apparently, it is just a certain group. We're talking with, um, well, we're not talking with her, Alicia uh, Perhopels, is the only way I can say her name, uh, is on the Board of Supervisors in Fairfax County. And she had to take issue with the Republican, Joe Galdo, who announced to run for the chairmanship by saying, let's make Fairfax County great again. And Alicia took an issue with it. And I'll tell you that what those words mean for a black or brown person like me, those words are hateful, filled with bigotry, divisive. Make Fairfax County great again is all those things. Wow. Wow. You sure we're not looking for something that's not there? <laughs> just, I'm just saying, maybe that's not what it means. What, did he speak in code? <laughs> Actually, did he, he spoke in tongues. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You need to, yeah, it doesn't you need to make just, it, it. Of course not. It makes it's no so sense. crazy. She continued. And I can't believe that they're used in Fairfax County. You, you can't? These words have you, been used. I am shocked that someone in Fairfax County would say, Make Fairfax County great again. Breaking news. Words were used in Fairfax County today, <laughs> today by a Republican. Of Story all at 11. I mean, it makes no sense. Why, why can't 
I, I guess if you're looking to be offended, this is my point about the professionally offended left. They're very good at this. If you're looking to be offended, anything can offend you, including the simple statement, make Fairfax County great again, to mean something that it doesn't mean. In fact, Joe Galdo went through what it meant. It meant lowering taxes. It meant it's empowering parents to be uh, have more choice in school. That's what it means, except in Alicia's mind, it means he's a racist? He's offending people that are black and brown by saying he wants no to one make else. the county great again. He wants to drop the crime rate. Now, the crime rate in Fairfax County is, what, 60, 69%? Is it? I don't compared know. Compared to other areas of the United Higher States. Higher than other areas? I don't know. It, no, that means it's good. It means that it's, well, you know, no crime rate's good. Wait a minute. No crime rate's good. You know, I fell right into it. There's still crime in Fairfax County. It's, he wants to eliminate crime. the crime. It's, it's crime. a low crime rate. So just let him have it. Let him have it. Let him, you know, I got carjacked today, but the crime rate's low. So I just oh. sit here, take the car, and use gas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't, right. it's crazy. So Alicia goes on, uh, you know, she's upset that it's, well, let you back it up a little bit. Let's find out what she's upset about. Make Fairfax County great again means what? Filled with bigotry. Oh, okay. Divisive. It's divisive, didn't know it. And I can't believe that they're used in Fairfax County. I'm sure. Another thing, Mr. Joe Galdo said. We need to get out to vote. Oh. We need to get out to vote on June 11th for a chairman that's going to represent all of Fairfax County. Thank you. Well, who do Thank you think you. he's going to represent? Just the white folk? I mean, he's how, offending how? the black and the brown. Here's the thing, too. He, he made a statement about the indoctrination center in the schools, and he wants to fix the indoctrination of your children. Okay. They're not going to be programmed. And of only you know, white children? He's or claiming not? I mean, the schools up there are indoctrinating kids into the liberal side of the world. She didn't say a word about that. She didn't deny it. She didn't say that's not true. She didn't say I'm offended. Right. I want my kids indoctrinated. And by the way, yours too. She didn't say any of that. And and the other thing is, is Joe Galdo, is his issues based on color? Does not brown and black people, as she says, want tax cuts? Say they a not thing want about control color. of their children's education? What a crap. He didn't say a thing about Pile race. of dung. Joe Galdo, you know, I wish I could vote for you. You know. Dinosaur dung. <laughs> Your phone That's calls what I next. would say at the polls to Before. anyone voting for anybody else other than Joe Galdo. He does have a word that sounds, a name kind of like a criminal. 454-0822. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Mafioso. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. You want to get offended? Sure. Offend me. <laughs> Make the radio great again. I mean, come on. How can make it be a fa- radio great again? Only the left would find make Fairfax County great again offensive. She said again. That he wants to make Fairfax great again. What's wrong? With I'll that? just let that sink in for you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Let that sink in. I need I need something to sink in. I, uh, the professionally just, you're a crazy woman. The professionally offended find make America great again, make Fairfax County great again to be offensive. You're looking for something. Nothing Joe uh, Galdo said 
is anything like you think it is. But hey, if you can frame it in such a way that it's somehow political attack upon black and brown people, her words, not mine, then I guess it uh, it becomes even more offensive. But the thing is, with everything she sh- he said about the schools, I would have thought the liberal but, right, exactly. society of America would have run their flag up and started losing their stinking mind. And nobody said a word. Right. Well, you know, the crime rate, nobody said a word. And the crime rate's not horrible, but it still needs fixing. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, take you directly to our page. Is Denmark Socialist? You'll be surprised by the answer, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. And Brawny, new paper towels. You got to see the picture. Everybody wants a brown, brown, a brawny woman. That's my kind of I woman. I want a brawny woman. <laughs> All you brawny women, get out on the sidewalk because I'm coming home. Can you bench press a, pick you up. Can you bench press a Buick? That's my kind of girl. Brawny. Brawny. All right, coming up, the most unbelievable question of any presidential candidate. Frozen pizza. Are you kidding me? That's next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Oh, shut up. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 3.34, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, the Lee Brothers, scared me there for <laughs> my name is scott lee my co-host my friend and my brother sitting to my left sometimes is far <laughs> is richard lee all right our richard phone lines are open four five four zero eight twenty two it's a new number four five four zero eight twenty two if you have a chance we talked a little bit about this last week if you have a chance to go to any of these town halls cnn fox wherever and you get to ask a question of a candidate i would think you would give it some time you would think it through a little bit. You might even write it down so you say it correctly. And that you would you would think the question would be so relevant that most of Americans would go, that is, what an amazing question. One that has a, what a smart human being to ask now, that If you're a question. student, you, they yeah. think, wow, our universities give credit to that student. Right. I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. In some cases, yes, that yeah, would probably happen. Um, but there is... You don't hey, typically uh, sit in the room going, I want to ask a question. Right, 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 right. Oh, 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 oh. And throw your hand up. It's thought out. How long is this going to take? That's <laughs> thought out, right? Yeah. Would you admit that? So this college student has a chance on CNN to ask Amy Kobachar, Senator Amy Kobachar from Minnesota, who's running for president, uh, a question. CNN probably gave her the question. The student read it with passion and authority. The question is now, I kid you not. The question is about frozen pizza. Here Ooh. it is. In 2010, you petitioned the USDA to keep frozen pizzas in school lunches, therefore allowing for the sauce to be counted as a vegetable in order to support the business of a Minnesota for, <clears throat> frozen foods company. All right, stop right there for a second. So this lady, Amy Kobachar. Kobachar. Kobachar, yes. Go ahead. Has already done, has already fought to keep frozen pizza. Yeah, as a senator, she did. As a senator. Yeah, and she hates children, obviously. An important role. Important role. For her. As a senator, to keep frozen pizza. I mean, keep. look, let's just think, everyone at home, 
has always wondered this question about frozen pizzas. They're, they're really upset that there's frozen pizza. Have you ever pizza. eaten a frozen pizza? Uh, I'd cook it first. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't. I would not it eat it. It sounds like they eat them frozen. Like, that's weird. Someone should that's tell weird. them. Somebody should tell them. Someone hey, should wake them up. You don't that eat that baby up. Heat it up. There's a thing on the back of the box. There's instructions. Maybe they have pizzas that don't so have So am I wrong in thinking that most Americans are concerned about frozen pizzas at public schools? I, I, I think there must that's, be a I mean, movement there's, there's or something a, going on. It's definitely a move. This is the question of the year. The student has is compelled to say, I have a question for a presidential candidate. Here it is. In 2010, you petitioned the USDA to keep frozen pizzas in school lunches, therefore allowing for the sauce to be counted as a vegetable in order to support the business of a Minnesota frozen foods company. Amid the obesity epidemic that has plagued this country for decades. An epidemic? Epidemic? And by the way, an epidemic? an epidemic of obesity. And guess whose fault it is? It's the federal government's fault. It's the fe- your spoon going into ice cream and shoving it in your pie hole is the fault of the president of the United States. And we want something done about it. <laughs> right away, if not sooner. Have you ever seen the kitchen in the White House? They have so much stinking ice cream in there. It's unbelievable. You believe this? The obesity epidemic. All right. So this kid, this college kid's upset that Senator Amy Kobachar kept frozen pizza uh, on the menu at public schools. He continues. And do you believe that the financial interests of corporations in your home state should outweigh the health of Americans next generation? Oh, no. So the pizzas are made in... Miss Klobuchar, I know I pronounced that wrong again. But That's right. I don't care. Uh, they're made in her home state? Uh, apparently. Some do. Not all of them. Who, here's, the, here's what begs the question above all this. Whose responsibility is that your kid eats healthy? Have we really turned that over to the president of the United States to a point where we're going to ask a presidential hopeful about frozen pizza? Parents, it's your responsibility until they leave home and go away to school and if they come back twice the person they once were, hey, it's you didn't you didn't teach them right, or, or they got too fault. many frozen pizzas, <laughs> and you should write a letter fault. to the president. <laughs> exactly. If the president's <laughs> name happens to be Amy Klobuchar, right now you want to hear her answer? Yeah, I'd love the, to the, hear this. What is, she this is this is the best, I'm right? sure it was very remember, remember very Amy, inspirational. I can't wait to hear she now, Amy. She now has to you. defend. She now has to defend nutri- nutrition. This is what is now forced upon our presidential candidates. I Wouldn't must, you say something like, young man, I love frozen that was, pizza. you know, so articulate, so very well expressed to me, but it's the stupidest thing I've, <laughs> I've, I've ever, ever heard someone ask oh me as a God. candidate for president. Why can't that be so? So I'm going to give you another chance <laughs> exactly. to ask a real question. Now, now right. in fairness, he is accusing her of being uh, a, a, a shill, a shrill. For I'd the, still blow him off and tell him, ask a real question. But no, no, but the question— I don't get a dime from the second. pizza people. I do get some free pizzas, but I don't get a dime. The question is inherently about obesity, though. It's about the government's role in keeping kids from being fat. That's, that's really the other aspect of this. So now her answer. Senator, <laughs> Senator Amy Klobuchar is in the pocket of big pizza, apparently. But here's her answer now. Here's her answer. And it's about, listen to the insanity of a presidential candidate. Answer, listen to this. Nutrition is paramount for this country. So let's talk about the bigger issue, which is nutrition. Um, and that is that we need to have healthier foods <clears throat> in kids' lunches. We need to have healthier foods. I have been a major advocate for better school lunches, more nutritious school lunches. I'm a fan of health. 
I'm so a fan is the, of is pizza sauce a vegetable or not? Who cares? It is a vegetable. It uh, is a ground up I'm tomato. Sure it is, it is made out way. of tomatoes and other herbs and spices. Reagan had the same problem when when the left said ketchup is now a vegetable. Reagan said, but here's the point: cheese it's, is a dairy product. It's so absurd. The crust is bread. To think that Amy Klobuchar now has to say, you don't understand. I am a huge fan of dietary rules. I'm, are you kidding me? Who cares? I mean, seriously, it's not the president's responsibility to make it's sure my kids. It's not kiddies, the school's responsibility. It's not the Department of Education's Neither. responsibility. You know, if all they serve for lunch was brownies, send your kid to school with his own lunch. Exactly. You know, what are you going to do? All the fat kids on that wall. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that. I am shocked. I, I'm still amazed. How we in this country have given everything over to the federal government, not the local government, not even the state government, but the federal government is now responsible for obesity of a sixth grader. We've lost it, folks. This is now a legitimate real question in our presidential debates is about a frozen frickin' pizza. Is this kid a high schooler or a college kid? He was a college kid. That's unbelievable. Well, you know, our colleges are turning out kids like crazy. Yeah, they are. Big well, pizza. thank goodness we have someone to look after Big Pizza to hold him back. But Papa you know, John's running? Is that what you're saying? Papa John's running for president? <laughs> <laughs> Shadow presidents, Papa John. So for me, you By get way, three free pizzas. And here's, here. I don't know if we have time for this, but yeah, I think we do. Uh, Kamala Harris on CNN during one of the uh, town hall meetings said this about race in America. And I, and I play this clip for you because... There is a difference between the way people look at this country. The Democrats look at this country exactly as Kamala Harris is going to tell you. And then the way we look at it. There's a difference. Let's play hers. Truth that in America today, there are families and parents that have to sit down with mostly their son, sometimes their daughter, when that child turns 12 years old to have what's called the talk. Wherein those parents explain Son, you may be stopped, you may be arrested, you may be chased, you may be shot because of the color of your skin. Jeez, you gotta be kidding and me. we should agree that in our America, no young man should fear for the safety of his life because of the color of his skin. They're not. They're not. That is disgusting. That is disgusting. You and are a disgusting so human being. Is, it, can you imagine telling a 12-year-old that? they that talk to a 12-year-old? Who would do that? Why That's, would you do that? That should, be, that should be child abuse. They should be charged criminally for telling a 12-year-old this is garbage like that. The Democrats see this country as bad, as evil. That's how they see it. Now, you and me and most people who live in this country see it as good. We see it as not perfect, but we don't see it as racist. America is not racist. The police force is not racist. No. It is not. The Are there racists system, in America? Yes. That's different. But America is not racist. To tell a 12-year-old black kid that you, when you run from the police, you might be shot. Well, here's an idea. Don't freaking run from the police. Here's another idea. Don't break the law. You know, there are not kids being rounded up in our country because of the color of of their skin. Kamala Harris, you are full of it. A disgusting human being. You really are. If imagine imagine a party telling the country that they are lost because of the color of their skin. Meanwhile, she's a black female 
running for president of the United States. Meanwhile, just two years ago, we had a black male who was president for eight years. Meanwhile, some of the most powerful people on our planet are blacks. If that matters, if we're forced to look at the color of someone's skin. Meanwhile, she has the nerve to stand there and say, as a 12-year-old black boy, you can't, you can't make it in America? That is, that is so bad. It's horrible for our country. Yet, the media plays this up, and she gets applause because of it. Is it wrong to say 10 years ago before Barack Obama, after he got elected, this crap started? It's would strange. that be wrong to say? Because I don't remember a time when anyone would say these things. I have to tell my 12-year-old tonight that he may be chased, he may be stopped, he may be arrested, he may be shot. Chased? And it's because of the color of his skin. It's disgusting. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And she's running for president. All right, your phone call's next, 454-0822, 454-0822, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. My daddy served in the army. We lost Martin his Trump Towers, who Reagan was talking about there. So the movie Unplanned has been, I would say, an amazing success in helping to change the hearts and minds of people about the issue of abortion. But it, it also has revealed some things. It's revealed how passionate people are on the pro abortion side, so much so that they would actually cheer abortions. Now, an event took place on June 6th of 2017. It showed up on Twitter this week. Martha Plimpton, she's an abortion rights activist and an actress, said this. Uh, Seattle has some uh, particular uh, significance for me for lots of reasons. Um, I've got a lot of family here, some of whom are here in the audience tonight. Um, I also had my first abortion at the Seattle Planned Parenthood. Yay! Are people actually cheering that? Hang on, she continues. That is so disgusting. Notice I said first. I said first, and I don't want Seattle, I don't want you guys to feel insecure. It was my best one. That is just unbelievable. (laughs) Listen. Her family, I guess. (laughs) Heads and tails above the rest. If I could Yelp review it. She's pathetic. Now... That's the, not, it, let me just say how, this. How, how do people applaud that? Let me just say how this. How do they there, applaud that? There is a real issue when it comes to crisis pregnancies. There are real women who got themselves in a really tough position who had to make really tough decisions, and some chose abortion. Now, there is a difference. Are they getting counseled properly? My question, are they getting counseled properly well, by... Well, hang on, I'm, I'm trying Planned to say parenthood. Yeah, well, that's that's one thing exactly. No. But for a, for a woman to go through a legitimate, real crisis pregnancy and have to make a decision that she knows is uncomfortable, but ultimately ended in abortion, that is a radically different thing than this woman we just heard here. This woman oh, we yeah. just heard 
is evil in my mind. There are legitimate, real crisis pregnancies that women who had to choose abortions uh, had. They went down a path they necessarily didn't want to. That, that's a completely different story than someone who we just heard here. I think she, this lady we just heard, needs some kind of uh, counseling or maybe be put into a. Does she center for a while so she can get the counseling she needs? Because who, who in the world would sitting on a stage interviewing a gentleman open up her show, whatever you want to call it, to the huge audience that it sounds like is out there? A lot of her family's out there. Are they all whacked? I mean, she's going to tell them, yeah, I have a, a lot of sentimental things, whatever, here in Seattle. I got my first abortion here at Planned Parenthood. Woohoo! Yeah. First means there were more than yeah, one. Yeah, that means there's multiples. Does she actually think that it's an enduring trait? Are there men in the audience who are going, I can't wait to date this woman? Boy, I, I mean, I can't wait to go out uh, with this yeah, woman. What's her phone number? Let me she see if I can. She got no problem with it more. <laughs> I mean, well, that's well, crazy. also the other thing. I mean, my gosh, why would you celebrate that? Like I said, the risk here is, the risk here is to... To the to the pro life movement is to make everyone seem like they're this evil on the no they're not there are people who have made really tough decisions and my heart goes out to those who are in real crisis pregnancies there is an option though you, you can choose life um, but those who haven't does not fall into this category of this insane whacked evil human being who would celebrate something like this to make it almost like it's a it's a it's a no big deal is this where we've come in our culture today where we now have people saying. Oh, no, it's something to celebrate. Has the pendulum gone from one extreme to the other that we celebrate life to now we actually celebrate abortions? It's really, it's disgusting. It's sad. You know, there's always, you can always choose life, no matter what. You can always choose life. There are people that will adopt that baby. You you know, we interviewed a lady one night, and she says to us, Outside a movie theater, she says to us, I I wouldn't put my baby up for adoption because once I had the baby, I might want to keep it and that would be bad for me. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kill it. That's what essentially what she well, said. Do you remember that? I, do lady? Remember that I mean that much. was we were sitting with our mouths open. And that's the mindset. That's that's crazy. It that is. is crazy. All right, your phone call's next. Four five four zero eight twenty two. Four five four zero eight. 22. Lee Brothers 820 WTW and 92.7. On Facebook, ignore the phone number at the bottom of the screen because we have that new number today. One day, a pretty, fresh-faced young lady, intelligent and sincerely concerned, asked me if abortion wasn't preferable to making a young, unmarried girl have a baby she didn't want and which would therefore grow up unloved and probably turn out to be a criminal. I gave an answer which apparently she hadn't considered. I told her there were literally millions of people in this country who wanted but could not have children and who waited eagerly, sometimes for years, to adopt the baby she had described. That such a child would not be unloved, very much the opposite was true. There were always some raised hands and unanswered questions after the cameras were turned off, and I always tried to stay around to answer them, even though we were no longer on the air. Well, this day... Another, equally attractive girl had her hand half-raised. I called on her, but she didn't have a question. Instead, she said, I am adopted. I think a great deal of my folks, and I think they feel the same about me. 
And then she added this unforgettable line. I'm glad no one killed me. It's opening. It's opening day for the movie Avengers Endgame. Richard and I have been talking about this and 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 what it means uh, for so many who are fans of this 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 series, which has gone on for what over a decade, over ten years. We've been watching Thor and Iron Man. I remember Iron Man came out at least ten years ago, and I thought it was a great movie then. I, I actually enjoy the series, but the the more I begin to think about this, there's actually an Endgame. What's the Democrats Endgame? You thought about that? It's Thanos. It looks just like Snap. Biden, Biden is Thanos. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually perfect. That's, that's Thanos. You, you snap your fingers and half the uh, population goes away. Why? Because it's the environment, Scott and Richard. It's the environment. The Avengers, which is Richard and I and everyone else who uh, holds to free markets and free people, are actually fighting to make America or the universe great again. There is this kind of a, a vision that is going on in politics, even in the movie Avengers, The Endgame. The Endgame is very simple with Alexandria Cortez running it uh, versus um, the Avengers trying to avenge it. Your thoughts on that and your phone calls as we go into the second hour of the radio program, 454-0822, 454-0822. Check us out. Joe wants to kill off half the voting base. Exactly. The, 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 the conservative <laughs> exactly 820theanswer.com 820theanswer.com takes you to our page you click on the Lee Brothers two great videos there one is Denmark a socialist country you'd be surprised what you might find Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM you <laughs> uh, the president speaks at the NRA while Kamala Harris promises executive action to squash the Second Amendment. Squash it. Squash. Good word. Squash. I like the sound of that. Squash. I never yeah. ate squash. As I, a wasn't, rule I wasn't I referring. Like the, I didn't like the name of it. Oh, I wasn't referring to the Then bitch. I ate some. <laughs> And it was quite good. Stop moving so I can squash you. The, perfect. The green movement has nothing to do with the environment. Zero. I trust, trust me, nothing to do with the environment. We'll prove it coming up. And the Avengers Endgame is an attempt to make America great again. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy afternoon. Be careful driving out there. There's already fender benders. There's no. accidents happening. So just just be careful going home. You know it's raining. <laughs> you know a lot of Virginians don't know how to drive in the rain. My brother is a prime example. That's of that. not so. true. I, I, I would like a challenge between you and me and driving. I, I guarantee you, just driving-wise, I'm, I'm okay. so, so much superior. 100 points, but... Every dent in our car okay, takes off a point, so that's we have to count. park them side by side well, first and of all, count the dents. I've had three boys, so that makes a difference. Yeah. Not all of them are mine. Okay. I mean, some. Yeah. Okay, most. But that doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, coming up at five, stay tuned, Joe Biden, uh, just another normal Democrat. We'll prove it. And this new um, She the People, I don't know if you've heard of this, not We the People, She 
the people. They had a political presidential forum. You won't believe what was said at this thing. It's it's unbelievable. The, the, the left never ceases to amaze. And she, the people, come on. Is we, the people, not good enough? It's got to be now she, the people? I mean, you'd think that, that uh, you know, we're making these things up, but that's a real name of the group. She, the people. Anyway. Unbelievable. Uh, your phone calls, uh, 454-0822. 454-0822. Up and running here. The day, big day. Big, big, big day. I looked at the uh, movie theater by my house. It has like... 29 showings of the Avengers, the end game. That is 29. Uh, at least 29 show from, uh, and it's must be in five theaters. It's just unbelievable. And it will be packed. They're supposed to do $900 million this weekend. Wow. We need to make a movie. <laughs> the, uh, the movie is, if you don't know anything about this, there's this super villain. Thanos is his name. Joe Thanos Biden. And he collects all these infinity stones for one purpose. To kill off the conservative voter. And possibly Joe, Joe Biden does. But there's, he wants to eliminate 50% of all the major animal life forms in the universe. Now, I guess that, that doesn't mean like cells and all those things, but major uh, animal life forms. Now, why does Thanos want to do this? Well, it kind of fits inside the the liberal movement, which I always wondered when you when left goes see this movie Avengers, do they picture themselves as Thanos wanting to kill half the universe? By the or do they see themselves as Thor? They certainly don't see themselves as Captain America. Let's be honest. No, no liberal goes to the movie theater and says, I'm Captain America. No, they hate America. So so what happens in this movie is. His, his, his reason for destruction is there's too much life. The universe is overpopulated. Turns out Thanos is the, the epitome uh, of a liberal. Um, so I'm not going to get into the details of the movie because I don't know them, nor does any article I read seem to tell me what actually happens in the endgame. However, what does happen, because you saw the last one, is the world uh, was dist- half the world disappeared. They, they, they were created into dust at the end of the last movie by Thanos snapping his fingers. And the result already got a lot of the infinity stuff. And we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Thank I you, Thanos. That's a congressman Thanos. standing up in the theater addressing <laughs> the group watching the movie. This movie is irrelevant. We're all dead in 12 years. <laughs> exactly. It's so perfect. I wonder if Thor can come back and get rid of AOC for us with his big electric uh, uh, lightning hammer or whatever it is. And what happened to his hammer? It got crushed in uh, Rangork or whatever it is. Rangor- Joe Thanos Biden crushed it? No, Thanos didn't break the hammer. Rangorok. Rangorok. Yeah, yeah, Rangorok. Yeah, okay. Don't get confused because right now we're on the Avengers Endgame. It opens up apparently with people living in huts. They're gathering food. They're eating less meat. They spend more and, and they're spending more time with their families and billionaires must learn to do compost, that kind of thing. So it turns out that's exactly what the Green New Deal would do. It'd do exactly what Thanos wants everyone to do. To go back to the, you know, gathering food in huts and eating less meat and that type of thing. So in the movie Avengers, you have to have a side here. You don't walk into their apolitical anymore. No one goes to movies without politics in their mind. No one. Or at least most people I, go I on don't. thinking. Okay. I don't have politics on my mind. Well, I don't either, but it's usually thrown in my face. So in this particular case, when I saw Thanos trying to destroy half the half the universe because of overpopulation. I immediately thought, oh, that's the left. So this guy is like Bill Gates. 
Sort of. Who? Bill Go- Bill Gates kind of. Thanos? Yeah, Bill Gates ah. feels like there's too many people on the planet. Right. We need to put things in, into perspective, into, into control. And Joe Thanos Biden. Joe Thanos. Probably feels the same way. I if, see. Th- this is my now, point, Joe, though. That's where I'm going. What's the end game? If Joe B- Biden could run for president or Thanos, what do you think he'd? Be? Uh, well, sure, he would be. He Thanos. would want the Infinity Stones. Sure, he would. But what? It, it makes you ask the question: What is the end game for the left? What is AOC, Joe Biden, the radical lefts, the end game? The end game. For AOC is the end of the world in twelve years. Right. Well, that's not her end game. Her end game is to get control, like Thanos did. If if only she was in charge like Thanos, she could decide who lives and who dies in the perfect big government world. Because here's the deal. Thanos just became the big, powerful government. He just became big, all-powerful government, could do whatever he want. And he snaps his fingers, and he immediately creates a utopia for the animals and for everyone else in the universe. You see, the left thinks like Thanos. They have an end game. The end game is simple. Like Thanos? The end game is eliminate human beings because the planet is pure without them. What's the threat to the planet? Us, you, me, breathing, driving cars, uh, cooking our hot dogs over open flames. These are the threats to the planet because the planet is more important than humans. You see, the planet would be pure without humans. Humans are the poison of it. The left is Thanos. The left thinks there's an end game. The end game is less humans, better. The end game is less civilization, better. The end game is back to horse and buggy, unless the horse has and the cows begin to pass gas. And then we've got another problem. How can the left, how can the left go to this movie and not see themselves in Thanos? It's a good question. (laughs) Not long ago, they said the number one problem with, excuse me, with the Global warming was cattle. It's cows. Why don't they just light, you know, with a match, cigarette light or whatever, light whatever comes out of those cows' butts. And burn it. And burn it. Well, you know, I think burning. I'd pay to see that. Burning is the answer to a lot of things in my opinion. You know, if they put them in a big field with uh, stands around, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> you would. <laughs> you would. Wouldn't you? Does a left? Does a left go to this oh, movie yeah, this weekend? Sneak but, in. But, by you the mean. way, the uh, since there's going to be all these people in the theaters, you, don't you look around the theater and go, half of you are, are Thanos. Half of you want to kill all the people on the planet, or at least eliminate their births so they don't birth so many. You're like the big government of China. You can only have 1.2 kids. Anything more than that? We're going to we're going to make sure you can't. We'll force abortions. That type of thing. No, seriously, is Thanos the left? What's the end game? For the Democratic Party. All right, your phone calls next, 454-0822-454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Thanos. Thanos in the Avengers Endgame is, in fact, the Democratic Party. You know, Thanos like him some blonde women. <laughs> Some brawny women? Yeah, Thanos like him some brawny women. We've got to talk about that still. The paper towel company changed the thing. That's coming up in the radio program if we can get to it. The, um, the whole entire environmental movement has nothing to do with the environment. You know, this whole green movement, they sound like they care that we're going to be dead in 12 years. But somehow, 
it's and this is my problem with the with the entire environmental movement. Every time I I look at it, I go, you know what? I like the planet, clean air, and clean water. Um, let me see if I can embrace this. It turns out everything they embrace is all socialist communism talking points. I'm like, wait a minute. Find somebody who's an expert that can tell us the planet will be gone in 12 years. Well, even if it is, how come the solutions are always communist and socialist? Let me give you an example. There's this group called the Sunrise Movement. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's a high school student movement that really, truly believe that we only have 12 years left. So they show up on CNN this week. One of the little girls, a little teeny bopper sunrise movement girls. You know, CNN must have had some open space. (laughs) And so there's a reason I'm playing this is because this green deal that everyone talks about, it's full of crap. It's never going to happen. So the CNN reporter says to this teenager, this teenage girl, sunrise movement uh, member, says... This thing is full of of problems. What's the most important part? Listen to her answer and just remember, this is about the environment, right? It's about making sure we're not gone in 12 years. To people who say, hey, you know, this isn't, this is sort of a half-baked idea. It's not well thought through. What are some of the specific things you can point to that you think are practical? We want a federal jobs guarantee. We want to expand labor rights. We need to expand indigenous people's rights. hang, Hang on just a second. I thought this Jobs was a green guarantee, deal. Labor and indigenous people's rights. I, I'm I'm confused. I thought this is about the environment, the sunshine movement, high schoolers who think we're dead in twelve years. Exactly. The first thing you care about is indigenous people's rights. At least they'll be working when the planet implodes. Here's our list again. We want a federal jobs guarantee. We want to expand labor rights. We need to expand indigenous people's rights. We need to give workers uh, consistent access to health care. We need to provide uh, child care. We need to what? introduce regenerative agricultural practices. So what is that word? that goes beyond the environment. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're, you're not talking about just approach. In a Green New Deal, you're not talking about just the environment then. That's correct. No, we're not, because it's not about the environment. It's it has about nothing communism. To do. With it's the a, environment, other than, you know, the regenerative. regenerative. It's nothing to do with the environment. What, what is that, by the way? That was interesting. I think that's something like to tomatoes. introduce regenerative agricultural practices. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, keep planting those tomatoes and that corn because it's regenerative. So in 12 years, your planet's dead. You're worried about the green movement. So the first At thing least you say everyone is... everyone will be working. So you say, I want child care? That's the number one thing in the green deal you want? The kids will be in child care when it happens. Um, this thing's a lie. This Green Deal by the left. Everyone will have health care, though. Th- this, is why, this is why I'm telling you. This is not about environment. That's why there's this divide. Every time I think of the, envi- of the environment, why does there have to be a divide between left and right? Because this is the brand new home of communism, socialism, and big government. It's an environmental movement. This is a lie. It needs to be rejected for what it is. There's no science behind it. It's complete garbage. Thank you. Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen, and God bless you guys. I hope you had a happy God bless Easter. you. We did. We hope you did, too. Oh, it was lovely. Very lovely. Good. Um, as far as occasional cortex is concerned, uh, <laughs> she, she tore it with me. I mean, beyond the, the numerous things that she's torn it with me. Uh, her running her mouth about if it's not broke... 
don't fix it in reference to the VA makes me want to grab oh her gosh. by the hair, no caveman style, drag her down to Hampton and show her exactly what the heck she's talking about. Exactly. I got one for How about uh, every person in Congress has to get their medical care through the VA? So I, I bet be. it gets fixed real quick. So it should be. You're right. You're right. They'd have yeah. it fixed in less than 30 days. So the next subject, uh, Joe Biden and all of these things that, he, uh, that are going on around him. Fascinating, fascinating. But I have a few questions for him. Um, the number one being is, is that I still, I can't even get retired federal judges down here to tell me what the definition of a natural-born citizen is. And I'd really like to know. I've done my research, and I know what it is. But I can't get anybody to tell me. So Joe Biden, who has run three times, I'd really like to ask him myself, what is the definition? If I wanted to run against you, Mr. Biden, what is the definition of a natural born citizen? What do I have to do to fulfill that requirement in Article Two, Section Five? Mm. Or Article Two, Section Five. Question. Okay. So, but that uh, I digress. And so far as this Avenger movie, what's the name of the bad guy? Uh, what's Thanos. The, 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 no, no, Joe Biden. Biden. That dude. Joe Biden. <laughs> no, it's Thanos. His name's Joe Biden. No, Joe Biden. Well, yeah. Joe I, Thanos. I Biden. I, it's Thanos. Thanos is the bad guy. Thanos, uh, you know, he wants he his problem is that there's too much life in the universe and we need to wipe out. You notice that just like other liberals, he's not on the first on the list. If there's too much life, why don't you first take your own? Okay, I've always said that about people who think that there's a population bomb and stuff like that. If you think there are too many people in the world, start with your kids and yourself. Exactly. Start start with yourself and then work. You know, at that point, then you solve the problem to the best that you can do. Joe, great point. Thanks so much, obviously, for the call and getting through to our special new number. Great call. All right. Four, five, four, zero, eight, twenty two, four, five, four, zero, eight, twenty two. Lee Brothers, eight, twenty W, ninety two point seven FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. It's our version of the Federalist Papers. You know, I drank, I drank a glass of wine the other night, and the wine was called The Federalist. I don't know if you've seen this. You can buy it at Costco. It's like eight bucks. Now it's more than that. It's like 12, but it's phenomenal. Red. I'm a huge red wine fan, and it was, the, the, the drink is called The Federalist. Doesn't it taste bitter, though? What? Better or bitter? Bitter. No, it doesn't taste better. I think bitter. wine tastes bitter. Well, you I maybe, like, I, I, well, you like, tell you what. Here's an idea. Don't I buy like it at CVS wine. Pharmacy, okay? Don't buy I like it. blackberry wine. Okay, that's I not get wine. my wine at the best place to get it, 7-Eleven. <laughs> exactly. They still have Boone's Farm. You know, I think, Costco and- is the number one wine store in the country, and they got phenomenal. Anyway, that's where I bought the Federalist wine. And on the picture is George Washington. And on the back, it kind of explains the idea of what Washington had in mind. It's great, great wine. And when you drink it, it's it makes you feel better about when you win. It doesn't. But I'm just kidding about that. But my point is, you drink the whole. What is a Federalist? Feel better. What is the Federalist Papers? What does it mean? What does federalism mean? These are the things that nobody seems to care about when the Democrats take stage and try to argue for everything under the sun to be taken care of by the government. Sounds like a bunch of wine drinkers to me. But yeah, just, right. Well, that's I'm, story. I'm just saying. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to our page. There's everything you want about the Lee Brothers. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Coming up, brawny paper towels, no longer so brawny. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. If you're a brawny woman, we want to hear from you. You have the IQ of a deck chair. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. This convention brings back so many memories to a fellow like me. I can still remember my first Republican convention. 
Abraham Lincoln giving a speech that <laughs> sent tingles down my spine. No, I have to confess, I wasn't actually there. The truth is, way back then, I belonged to the other party. Just after 4.34, we are outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, the Lee brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left, is Richard Lee. Far left as I can get sometimes. Nah, it's, I help you. He's the spoiled rotten brat. <laughs> All right, phone lines are open. It's a new number, 454 0822. 454 Of course, here it goes. Just today. We'll have it back next week. The, the, one day only. <laughs> so, one day only phone number, 454 Call now for your free boomer sticker. He's kind of kooky, isn't he? All right, so. Um, if you don't want to reach us, call the old number because there won't be anybody there. <laughs> That's right. right. If you don't want to come on the air, call 454-1366. And if you you've got through. something to say you don't want people to hear, just <laughs> call the old call number now. and say what you've got to say to yourself. <laughs> Look in the mirror. We'll be listening. Uh, no. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed how politics really has has grabbed every aspect of our lives. Every single aspect. I mean, from, from uh, the movies... To the grocery store of all places. Brawny is simply a paper towel company. They make paper towels. And on the front of Brawny, we all know anybody who knows Brawny, they've made a great brand for themselves, is this lumberjack in a flannel yeah. shirt. And it, the, the, the concept is simple. Men, manly strong, so are your paper towels. So ladies, well, I didn't say that, but it said anyone who wants to use a paper towel and have strong paper towels... Only a man can make a really big mess. Only a man. So So pick the one that this giant guy with an axe picks. Right. It seemed to me that it worked. It seemed to me that it it worked. It's been working for years. Did you know anyone who walked up to the paper towels and saw Brawny and goes, it's a guy. I don't like that. No, it's making a statement. Nobody is making a statement. And actually a pretty good one because Brawny is known by simply saying Brawny and everyone has this picture in their mind. Of the big muscle guy in a, in a, in a uh, right. flannel shirt. Except, they don't mind paying exorbitant prices for the brawny brand. Apparently, customers were fine with it. But the brand themselves, Brawny said, we got to change it. Maybe they did uh, some kind of market study and found men buying more brawny towels than women. And they said, hey. Really? How'd you like to meet a brawny woman? And how many men lined up for that? Zero. Apparently, no uh, man. By the way, here's what happened. Brawny has changed the picture on the front. It's no longer a brawny guy. It's three women in flannel shirts and ponytails, which I find offensive to all women wear ponytails. And then it says on the, actually says, you can find this at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It says, strength has no gender. Strength has no gender. So how do we know that that's not three men? Who and are the identifying Thank you, as sir. a brawny woman? They are terrible martyrs. They need to be clarified on this. They have no, they have no weapons of of mass destruction. No axe. No axe. Did no. that guy really have an axe on the back? I didn't. I think don't he know. Did. I can't remember. I think Paul Bun- Paul Bunyan is the axe dude. Right. I don't think that's brawny. No, Bronny's Bronny's just, is probably Paul Bunyan's little. Brother. So so let's deal with the with the statement across the bottom of the picture. Strength has no gender. 
Well, that's going to excite no one. I mean, <laughs> who's going to walk into the store and go, where's those? No gender. Gender-free paper towels. <laughs> well, first of all, who would even think that? I mean, uh, you don't. Uh, somebody you don't, apparently did oh, because. No, that's Brawny. Brawny is a huge manufacturer of paper products. The manufacturer. Owned by the Coke brothers, them, by the way. All over Which the country. Weird. Well, I guess we're going to have, you know, gender-free Coke. Uh, well, they don't own Coca-Cola. It's the Coke brothers who own. Oh, the, the Coke brothers. Yeah, I thought sorry. you said Coca-Cola. So six dollars yeah, and ninety nine cent for how many rolls? You is get that? Uh, eight, two, four, six. It's not eight. Well, There's it only says, three. Hang on a second. No, it says it on. You couldn't get eight two, rolls four, for six ninety nine. Okay. It says you, six. It says, oh, here's what it says. It says six equals eight rolls because the rolls are bigger. So essentially, they're saying you're getting more for seven dollars. Which I don't know about all that either. That's more than a dollar a roll. Anyway, yeah. So so here's the question: Strength has no gender. Is there really? Have we really come to a place to say that women are equally as strong as men? Of course not. Nobody thinks men are stronger than women. Of course, strength has a gender. Men are stronger than women, which is why Brawny initially picked the man to go on the front of paper towels. Because what's the complaint with a lot of paper towels? They break. They got to use too many. They don't. They don't wipe up very well. Men so, are historically messy. Yes, that's another thing. So Brawny. Pick the guy. Now they're saying, well, strength has no gender, but it does, you see. But but it does. This has got this has got to stop. There actually is a reason to have a man on the front of Bra- Bra- Brownie paper towels because it signifies strength. All this signifies to me is a political mess. This is crazy. It makes no sense. Uh, of course not. You have to Let ask see the picture. You have to ask what Bra- Brownie is thinking here. Do they actually think they're winning here in the... Because before, you could shop paper towels and not have a political message. Now, something like this has no... Or strength like strength has no gender is on your brawny paper towels. The woman in the middle or child, whatever she is, or man dressed as a woman, has pigtails. Oh, they're so cute. Pigtails. Are they pigtails? I guess they are pigtails. Do you call them pigtails? Yeah, I, I don't you know. know. If I don't it's know a ponytail, it's one coming you know, out the back of your head, right? That's pigtails. The woman comes up to me and said, did you like that blouse I wore yesterday? You had a blouse on yesterday. I mean, I don't. I I don't keep up with women's stuff or anything else. I do. No, I know you do. <laughs> I do. I have no idea. Because you're you're number three in this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so Brawny Brawny has this this six pack that's supposed to be an eight pack of. Paper towels. You can see them in your grocery store going and look for the brawny strength has no gender stupidness. Here's what I'm wondering. Do women, and I, this is a legitimate question, 454-0822, do women respond now differently to this? Or could this possibly be saying, look, since it tends to be appealing to women, is Brawny saying that only women should be cleaning with paper towels? Is that what it's, Brawny is saying? It says proud supporter of Girls Incorporated. So Bronny what is in the world is girls oh, incorporated. I don't know, but if you had a, a men incorporated, it would probably stir a stink it, it nationwide. Might. But let's just think about this. Honestly, do women think that Bronny is helping them or hurting them? Because it seems to me that Bronny is saying, you women, this is your role, you see. You're supposed to clean. So you're going to like my paper towel because I put you on the front. I put your gender on the front. And I also said that strength has no gender. So I would appeal to the women who are apparently shopping for paper towels and do most of the cleaning. Is that what Brawny's saying? You know what they should be saying? Here's a package of Brawny paper towels. Spill something on the floor, these things will pick it up. 
that would seem apolitical. But Better than anybody else's, regardless of whether you're a man or a woman. Brawny picked a male for a reason. And now they're going back and saying, because of our stupid culture, that somehow that putting women on the front of a paper towel with a political statement about no gender will gain them purchases. I, I will say that they this only does nothing. For, they're only doing it for a month. So what? Still, I've lost hope. We should Brian. buy a package and keep it. We should, just as a mock. We should make have fun one of it. and put it in the corner. Good point. And throw rocks at it. We should, we should do that for sure. Darts. That'd be a great dartboard background. All right, your phone calls next, 454-0822. Coming up, Trump at the NRA and Kamala Harris says if she's president, she'll just executively wipe out the Second Amendment. It's unconscionable. All right, that's next. Your phone calls, 454-0822, 454-0822. Lee Brothers, 820 WNCW, 92.7 FM. So all of that jazz doesn't, is, is old-fashioned. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. <laughs> it's just the best. Oh my gosh. Just go on record. The Lee brothers care more than the left. See, the left just wants to restrict your freedom. We give you the choice. If you don't want your firearms, email us. We'll come pick them up today. That is not. And we're not kidding. No, and we're not. I mean, that's, that's a legitimate PSA. Uh, by the Lee brothers, we we did, we've done this for years now. This isn't brand new. We've actually had great success at it. It is the better way to go than Kamala Harris or any other leftist uh, uh, puke society of America wants to do. President Trump showed up at the NRA today. I, I got to tell you something. Mike Pence showed up too. Yeah, Pence did too. There is something refreshing. I don't care what the amendment is. If the president shows up in support of the First Amendment and there's a First Amendment rally somewhere, great. If there's a Third Amendment, Fourth Amendment, you know, Nine and Ten Amendment, which have been disappeared, no one even knows what they are anymore. Ninth and Tenth Amendment, just for those who don't know, was, uh, was a, a direct reference to Article One, Section 8, saying everything else is left to the people. The Tenth says the people in the states, Nine and Ten say the people in the states are to ones who do most things. Everything else is... You know, you've got this small little section of what the government should do. So to have the president of the United States show up to rally for the Second Amendment is offensive to the left. How could it be offensive to the left? Does the Constitution offend you? Are you upset that there's a group called the NRA that supports the Second Amendment of the Constitution yes, they are. of the United yes, States of yes, America? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I, uh, I don't understand that. But think about that. It's it's embedded in our Constitution. If you don't like the fact that the NRA stands up for the Second Amendment, what do you think about the ACLU and their fake ability to stand up for the First Amendment? Has the uh, NRA ever shot anyone? Right. No. Do they have they ever given a gun to a child to go shoot? Have they ever given a gun to anyone to go shoot someone? Do they did they support and endorse people shooting someone? 
No, 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 no. They don't. They don't. The NRA is it's not an organization that's causing problems in the United States. They don't pick with, up with guns, shooting right. and so right, forth. Of they're not. not. All they're saying is the Second Amendment is something that should not be infringed. In fact, it's the only amendment that says that. But so the NRA stands up and says the same thing, and the left can't deal with this. If the NRA went away today, crime wouldn't drop one iota. Shootings oh, would not, not stop. The NRA does nothing but support one of the amendments of the Constitution. Exactly. My, my suggestion to the left is if you don't like it, I guess you can amend it. But until right. that point, um, good luck and uh, just embrace the Constitution, which, by the way, typically is right in everything it says and does. Look at the NRA. Now look at Planned Parenthood. If Planned Parenthood disappeared off the face of the earth today, would there be less abortions? Yes. yes. There'd yes. be less deaths. Yes, that's true. So which one should you despise? Just saying. All right. So here's a question of Kamala Harris at the CNN town hall meeting about guns. Public schools are being targets for uh, mass shootings. Uh, two days ago was the 20th anniversary of the Columbine massacre, yeah. but still two decades later, no major gun control legislation has been passed. Yeah. So my mm. question is, as president, how will you go about keeping our schools safe and keeping guns out of the hands of those who should not have them? Let's think about that second part or the very end of the question. How do you go about keeping our schools safe and keeping guns out of those hands who should not have them? What else? It's a serious question. What other law would keep guns out of the hands of bad guys. There, there isn't one. I just, I just want to tell you, there's not one, okay? The, the, the Columbine shooting, all the, the guns were, were found in, in, in the homes. There's no way to stop these things, to stop bad guys from getting, there's not. Now, you might have a utopia that there are no guns, but that doesn't exist. It's, it's impossible. Never, that's never going to It's exist. never going to happen. Criminals are going to have guns. Right. Bottom line, the parents have to teach their kids proper gun safety. They have to. Well, the, the other thing is uh, people are responsible for their actions. The, yeah. the government can't prevent that. But the, but the one question this kid asked is interesting. Yeah. So my question is, as president, how will you go about keeping our schools safe? How will you go about keeping the schools safe? Do you think putting a sign up that it's a gun-free zone keeps schools safe? Well, that's ridiculous. You know, we had, money. we had an opportunity here in the Commonwealth to keep schools safe by having more resource officers in the school. And some schools want to arm teachers. Some schools want a kind of like a marshal in their school that no one knows who has the gun to keep the... That's how you do it. What's Kamala Harris say? Well, she's got an idea. When she gets the mighty pen, she'll fix it. Supposed leaders in Washington, D.C., who have failed to have the courage... To recognize, you know what, you want to go hunting, that's fine. But we need reasonable gun safety laws in this country, starting with universal background checks. All right, hang on. First of all, the Second Amendment is about hunting. Forget the hunting thing. Forget it. A lot of people don't hunt anyway and they got guns. It's not about hunting. It's about protection against bad people and big governments. That's what the Second Amendment was for. It's about self-protection and protecting against a tyrannical government. Quit saying hunting, you leftists. Anyway, she continues. And a renewal of the assault weapon ban. But they have fixed... What, what's an assault weapon? It's a machine gun. It's already banned. What's she talking about then? She's, ta she's talking about something she has no <laughs> exactly. knowledge of. She None. has no idea what she's talking about. And people hear assault weapon. Ooh. Ooh. Assault weapon. Assault weapon. Assault Ooh. weapon. Ooh. Anyway, I'm going to dress up as assault weapon for Halloween. <laughs> 
to have the courage to act. So, Ben, here's my response to you. Here it is. Upon being elected, I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. She's a benevolent dictator. You got 100 days, you people's choice. And then I, the queen of the world, will take my pen and do something that you cannot do constitutionally, but she said she will. Better get a vote or two. This has got to stop. Let's just have a real legitimate conversation how to keep people safe without taking away Second Amendment freedoms. Your phone call's next, 454-0822, 454-0822, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers. Just show you how youthful I am. I intend to campaign in all 13 states. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. By the way, that's the original colonies, in case those don't know. Leaders in Virginia's Arlington County had voted yesterday to change the name of Jefferson Davis Highway to either Richmond Highway or Richmond Boulevard. Hmm. They, and that way, they've solved all the problems of, apparently, Arlington County. Th- that's something. I mean, that is something. Thank you, Tim Kaine. That it's is something. amazing that they've... They're uh, compassionate. They're caring. They came up with that. Yeah. You can't have Jefferson Davis Highway and survive in Arlington. It seems to me that Arlington County, very sensitive. They, they looked at the situation and thought, Gosh, there are people who actually read the sign that says Jefferson Davis Highway. What about Jefferson Davis here? Well, they haven't decided that yet, Richard, but I think that if if we could just get people to see that it's so harmful to them, that Jefferson Davis, most people have no freaking clue who they are, but it doesn't matter. I'm proud they came up with that idea. Yeah, because the name Jefferson is offensive, but you combine it with Davis and it becomes unbearable. And some even call it Jeff Davis, but they've got that wrong too. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Davis. You can't call Jefferson Jeff. Well, it just doesn't work. I, I mean, just how many, there are people who care. I'm just proud of them. I am too. Way to, way to go, them. Arlington County. You guys rock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up, Joe Biden for president, just another liberal. That's Have next in your phone calls. tonight. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Word. In the name of Sam Hill, is she the people? It's a spinoff of We the People, I'm sure, but it's all about women, not just any woman. Black women only. You will not believe. You will not well, in believe other words, what you hear. It's a racist organization. Sounds like it. That's the only way you can call it. It's a racist organization. And Joe Biden no uses welcome. He uses Charlottesville as a prop and a lie. And wait till you hear his. Is one of his advisors, his top advisor. It's un- unconscionable, but that's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the founding fathers intended, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this rainy, stormy afternoon. Be careful out there on your commute. It's, uh, it's dangerous. There's a few accidents around the area, so you want to uh, be careful going home. Get home safe and sound and have a wonderful weekend. Charlottesville is not America. Charlottesville isn't even 
a portion of a slight percentage of America. It's a historical town. That's what it is. But the events that happen in Charlottesville have no reference and indication of anything that is America. Period. It certainly shouldn't have any bearing on someone deciding whether or not to run for the third time for president. But that's exactly what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden made the case that Charlottesville is America. That what happened in Charlottesville between people who were arguing for the statue and who weren't, then the neo-Nazis showed up, then racists showed up, and someone got killed, is America. And Joe Biden and the left Democrats world, what happened in Charlottesville is America unless he comes to the rescue. That, folks, is absurd. Nothing could be further from the truth. And then he says that Trump endorsed both sides. That too is a bold is a lie. lie. Now, well, the thing is, you know, Charlottesville is a wonderful historical town. It's it's fun to go to. Jefferson, They've got maybe. nice little shops. They've got nice little eateries. It's a nice little town. It's not it's not a meeting place for racist organizations. <laughs> of course not. You know, a bunch of dirt bags got a permit to assemble there. They should have never received a permit, in my opinion. But anyway, they did. I guess you couldn't hold them back. And then another dirtbag organization shows up. And it turns out to be blacks on whites. And there were thousands of people already in the town, as there are every nice weekend. Right. You know, those people weren't there to support either one of those groups. Those are the people that Big Don's talking about. Don's talking about the people who were for or against the statue removal is what he was talking about. I mean, there's nobody who thinks that what Trump said is that he was talking about white supremacists and neo-Nazis being on good people. He did not mean that. But the left has done an amazing job of twisting this. He didn't even he didn't say it. He said find people on both sides. He did say that, but he was referring to the people in the crowd who were for and against the statue removal, who were right. not part of any violent hate group or movement. Who were part of the thousands of people that go there frequently and visit the town, walk the town. Everybody's got their opinion, but that doesn't make them a racist. Trump didn't say it. Biden's entire campaign is about a lie. Biden is a lie. And here's Biden overstating his case. Listen to how bad America is in Joe Biden's mind. I believe history will look back on four years of this president and all he embraces as an aberrant moment in time. But if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation, who we are. And I cannot stand by and watch that happen. The core values of this nation are standing in the world, our very democracy. Everything that has made America, America is at stake. <laughs> That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. You think he overstepped his, overstepped his case, overstates his case a little bit there, you think? A you lot. think everything's a at lot. stake here? The entire world is at risk? Everything that made America, America. Democracy, core values, who we are, fundamentally changing. If nothing happens, oh my gosh! How insane is aren't that? You, aren't you glad he's running, though? I think it's great. I think it's great. Because that. there's the greatest clips that we always have from Joe Biden. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. 
I miss you. An old. He misses his old butt. Buddy. His old butt. And uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's in the race. This should be a blast. Yeah, we're going to have some fun with the. Uh, now there are those who are say that Joe Biden is just your typical uh, moderate liberal. Really? Well, let me just play he's, for you. He's far from that. Simone Sanders. Now, if you don't know who Simone Sanders is, she's a radical uh, left woman who happens to be black, if that and matters to anyone. Who is she now? Though? She is the senior advisor to Joe Biden. Senior advisor to Joe Biden. So I would guess that what she believes, he would have to hold to some point of that. He, he, he would have to know what she believes, and he'd have to agree with you. You're right, because he's got the... Work with her through his entire campaign. Has to. He, and, and, and beyond. You know, she's a senior advisor. Um, you would think that Joe Biden was black. Well, here's what but, Simone said. And he, she now sits with Joe Biden. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The Democratic Party is diverse, and it should be reflected as so in our leadership and throughout the, the staff at the, top, at the highest levels, from the vice chairs to the secretaries, all the way down to the people working in the offices. I'm here for the millennials and the brown folks. She's here for the millennials and the brown folks. She left out the so black folks, I guess. I if know. you're a white person and you yeah, want to work for Joe Biden's campaign, hmm. I think you could... Possibly sweep the floor. I'm not sure, though. I'm, you can't I'm not be there. Sure. You can't be there. This is the end of the white guy. They don't want you there at all. But except Simone is working for Joe Biden, and I last I looked because we're told to look at the color of people's skin today. The left says look at someone's skin before you look at their character. I last I looked, Joe Biden's a white guy. This is Joe Biden's senior advisor. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. <laughs> we don't need. <laughs> That is, it's just a riot. Okay, that, well, I guess I'll just stay home. <laughs> we don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The, oh, okay, I see. We don't I'll need, just stay home. I love that statement, by the way. That's just a phenomenon. The something. statement is so, it's so impressive, to be honest with you. It's just, it's, it's open a well and thought honest. out. It's well thought open out. Open and honest. It's and open and honest. You know, we just, just don't see need her white, wiggling with her hands on her hips. Yeah, well, had her finger in the air. Yeah. You know, you know. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right no, now. The Democratic don't. Party is diverse. Oh, it's diverse. I see. So diverse means well, no white minute. people? I mean, is that what it means? I thought diverse meant everybody. I thought, I, I, this is yeah, a crazy idea. I thought. I thought it meant white people, black people, and brown people, by the way, apparently, because she is now the uh, spokesman for millennials and brown people. I'm here for the millennials and the brown folk. Brown, oh, brown folk. Millennials and brown folk. Brown folk. I, this is the new uh, senior advisor to Biden. Yeah, he's different. Don't worry, Joe Biden's not a big leftist liberal. Not at all. Buddy, I'm here for the millennials and the brown folk. Unfortunately, she's working for Biden, who's not a millennial. Or a brown folk. Or brown. Isn't that weird? Your phone call's next, 454-0822. 454-0822. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. It was about a fella that was driving down a country road and all of a sudden I looked out and there beside him was a chicken. He was doing about 45 and the chicken was running alongside. So he stepped on the gas, he got it up to about 60 and the chicken caught up with him and was right beside him again and then he thought, was he was looking at him, that the chicken had three legs. 
But before he could really make up his mind for sure, the chicken took off out in front of him at 60 miles an hour, turned down a lane into a barnyard. Well, he made a quick turn and went down into the barnyard, too, and there was a farmer standing there. And he asked him, he said, did, did, did a chicken come past you? And he said, yeah. Well, he said, am I crazy or did the chicken have three legs? And he says, yep, it's mine. He says, I breed three-legged chickens. <laughs> and the fellow said, for heaven's sake, why? Well, he says, I like the drumstick. Ma likes the drumstick. And now the kid likes the drumstick. And we just got tired of fighting for him. <laughs> and the driver said, well, how does it taste? He says, I don't know. I've never been able to catch one. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. The monkeys. It's a good joke. Long-standing joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. Joe Biden's no, uh, no moderate. His people around him are not moderate. Joe Biden is uh, he's a liar. He's based his campaign on an event that happened in Charlottesville that has no relation to America. And then he lies about how Trump said about it. And where's the media to say, Biden, that is not what Trump said. If we had any media at all that had credentials of journalism, they would go to Biden and go, did you just stake your entire campaign on a lie that Trump never said ever? And did you... Did you really think that Charlottesville is somehow an example of all of America, that you must come to its rescue? You complete bonehead. I think the guy's senile. Here's what he said about tax cuts during the Obama administration, which just proves he's a big leftist. Ask the very well. They don't, they don't need another tax cut. We'd like to be able to give, but they know they don't need another tax uh, cut. For real. For real. They, for don't, real. Need, they don't need one. They, they don't need one because you see... Um, we're the, de- the, the delivers and, and benevolence of need. Need another tax cut for real. Mm-hmm. So Joe Biden is just another leftist Democrat who now senior advisor said that. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The Democratic Party is diverse and it should be reflected as so in our leadership and throughout the, the staff at the, to- at the highest levels, from the vice chairs to the secretaries, all the way down to the people working in the offices. Buddy, I'm here for the millennials and the brown folks. You know, now if you're running for president and you're a, a white senior guy advisor. or a black guy right, and right. you hire a senior advisor that is a racist. An opposite race and has wants nothing to do with your race. <laughs> are you senile or just stupid or what? And, you know, are, if you're a supporter of Mr. Biden, if you love Joe, you want to vote for Joe, we'd love to hear from you at 804-454-0822. Call us. We'd like to hear from you and see what your thoughts are on, on this on this lady who's a senior advisor, um, wants nothing to do with any white folk whatsoever in the Democratic Party. You know, that's interesting that in today's culture, somehow this is actually portrayed, her speaking like this is actually portrayed as politics. The reality is, if a white person were to say this about a black person or anyone else— it would be the most racist of statements. Why is it that we allow Simone Sanders to say something like this without rebuke? You know, we'll be called racist for coming out and saying, what? What did she say? That should not It be politics. It should be laughed at. This woman should be scorned for saying that. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The Democratic Party is diverse. As if, as Democrat- if it matters who's leading the party. 
I thought it was just the issues, but you seem to indicate that only a black or brown person would have different policies than a white person or couldn't govern like a white person. A white person can't govern like a black person. That is insane. Are we equal human beings or are we not? Simone Sanders, who now works for Joe Biden, is saying that race matters, that there is a difference between Americans in skin color and skin color dictates something else. Simone is, that a is crazy. She's a she's plain and simple racist. There's no other way to describe her. Come out and make a statement like that. I, I just don't understand why no one points it out and says you're actually suggesting that the color of your skin actually dictates policy. That itself is saying that one race is better or different than the other, which by definition is racism. It should be on every news channel. Should be on the national news tonight on every she's channel. Not the but it only won't one to be say there. that. It won't be there. Say it all the time. These these liberals are all about that. It's all they talk about is race and and the problem with race. Wait till you hear the group She the People. We're gonna talk about that in just a second. This She the People group is not about women. It's about black women. Black women only. I want to join. I want to attempt to join. That is, there is something wrong with identity politics that is inherently not right. And anyone who can stop for a second and take a breath and say, how is it that there is a policy that has a color of someone's skin tied to it? One of the questions that you'll hear in the program is a question to Bernie Sanders. Give me the policy that will help black women. You got to hear his answer. Is there a policy that helps specifically black women? Is there a policy that is better for blacks and whites? What about Asian women or white women or? The left has created a monster here. It is painful. It's it's damaging to our culture. And yet they continue to do it over and over. We don't need white people leading the Democratic Party right now. The Democratic Party is diverse. Wow. That's Biden's senior advisor. Your phone calls next, 454-0822. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Wake Forest University in North Carolina is hosting a series of listening sessions for faculty and staff of color only. And no, white, no whites allowed. Not a color. No whites allowed in these faculty meetings. Zero. No whites. That is one of the rules. And by the way, the class is about promoting inclusivity. I <laughs> 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 kid you not. The universities are um, a cesspool of when trash. Is, when, when is this going to end? It, the listening sessions come amid ongoing racial tensions on campus, including a protest Monday in which some students decried the white supremacy that allegedly runs rampant at the private North Carolina institution. If that were the case, they should throw every one of the white supremacists out. Right. They should th- throw them out of the university. Get rid of them. The letter said, Dear faculty and staff colleagues, this is a reminder about our upcoming listening sessions on inclusion. I'm holding for faculty and staff of color over the next few weeks, said the dean of college. You know what they should also do? Of color only. No whites allowed. Every black student that is a radical racist should also be expelled. 
every Asian student, expel them. If, they, if they're going to, of course, why not? Be like this, get them out of the school and get them away so there won't be any racial tension. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. Is, uh, and by clicking on the Lee Brothers, if you go to 820theanswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers, is Denmark Socialist. Bernie Sanders mentions this country a lot. You might be surprised by the answer. And Bronnie's new paper towels, what they look like, all at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. Coming up, this is, this is um, pandering. The question is very simple. Asked of Democrat presidential hopefuls, why should women of color vote for you? Why should women of color vote for one of the Democrat presidential? You want to hear the answer? That's next. It's going to be fun. Don't go anywhere. And your phone calls. 454-0822-454-0822. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. We're having a conflict. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. You know, there's a story about a pig and a chicken. They got tired of farm life. Decided to find jobs in town. They no sooner arrived in town when a chicken spotted a sign in the window of a restaurant. It said ham and eggs, a dollar and a quarter. The chicken suggested they go in and apply. And the pig said, wait a minute. For you, this job only requires a contribution. For me, it's a total commitment. Just after 534. I'm thinking of a chicken right now. Just after 534 outside the Capitol of the Commonwealth... But Virginia, the Lee brothers, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes is fun. Is Richard Lee. All right, phone lines are open, 454-0822, 454-0822. What is She the People? This is the most absurd organization I've ever heard of. Obviously, it's a play on words from We the People. Apparently, that wasn't uh, suffice, and it uh, wasn't good enough for these whacked leftist women who thought she, the people, was somehow a uh, a better name of their group. Well, so, she, the people, she is singular. So right. that means there's one. But then the people... Yeah, it's it doesn't ma- it, it makes it's no ridiculous. Sense. Of course, not a thing on the left makes sense. Anyway. Ridiculous. Here is uh, their little group. This was Wednesday of this week in Houston. Here's the introduction of She the People so you'll know. My name is Amy Ellis. I'm the founder of She the People. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Amy. It's unbelievable. Hang on. She the People is a national network to elevate the voice and political power of we women of color. Just you women of color. I'm sorry, if you're not a woman of color, it doesn't matter. We're not there for your voices. Nice group. She continues. I founded She the People to uphold four fundamental values. Can't wait to hear. First, to love our own and each other. Yeah, because nobody's for that. Nobody's for love. (laughs) Nobody wants that. What is that some unique statement? What the heck's wrong with you? I mean, that's not unique to She the People. That's amazing. I get. I, I thought I was going to get to leave here and hate people. I had no, no idea. idea. There's a group out there that does that. There's a group out there. That's number one on the list. I wonder what number two is. What's number one again? First, okay. to love our own and each other. Mm. Our own? Yeah. What does that mean? To seek justice for all. That's unique, too. To I mean, first of all, justice for all, nobody's for that either. She's um, for loving their own. Well, that's a good point. So that's a racist back. statement. That is a, that's a very you know, good point. Let's break it down. She loves her own and 
literally nobody else. I actually interpret that as America, but you're right. You know what? That's what you meant. I interpret it as a problem with America. <laughs> exactly. You know, Justice. when we have people like she, that people, that woman is a problem. She is a problem. Well, so far, these tenants are great, you know. Number one, oh, that's right, our people, good point. Number two, though, justice for all. <laughs> I mean, she's acting like she's arguing with somebody over that. Like, there's someone out yeah. there who says, I'm not for justice for all, but that doesn't matter. And because you know she's for justice for her. Her group. Apparently, maybe so. Her group. Let's find out what else she says. To ensure that everyone belongs. Yeah, no one does And finally, to make sure that this American democracy lives up to its greatest promise. Yeah! What was that? The greatest promise. What was the greatest promise? Because nobody wants democracy to live up to its greatest promise. Only she does. What great points. They sound unique, but they're not because she's not arguing with anybody. What's the greatest promise? I bet everybody in the that's audience is going, hey, what's, hey, hey, what's, hey, what's the greatest Excuse me. promise? It's like, <laughs> if she asks I don't want to don't, don't don't look her. bad. I want to look stupid. Right. All right, so what can you do for people of color? Bernie Sanders, let's ask you first. What can you do to help people of color? Bring out, can you, can you name a policy of yours, what you would champion as president, that would specifically, would specifically um, help women of color? Because there's wow. a policy out there somewhere. A double specifically. Double spe- uh, specifically. She wanted to make sure he heard that word. I wonder if. You know, Bernie's probably going, ah, 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 this, this hair all sticking out. This whole time. like the guy. Wouldn't you want to like drink a beer with him? You know, it's interesting. This whole time, I thought policies weren't about color of skin. But now I've learned something. Yeah, I am too. I'm really getting educated here today. Would specifically um, help women of color. The answer is absolutely. I mean, it, and it's not just joy, not just one policy. No. It, it, it's a number of policies. It is to say that in the year 2019, the time is very long overdue to end institutional racism in all of its forms all over this country. Oh, there's a policy for that. What's and then that? we have institutional uh, no, racism. racism. Is that like, does that mean racism and big businesses? Or in certain institutions, like government that, institutions, uh, that's that's been mandatory in the past, and now yeah. Bernie wants to end it. Is that what that means? It's like all of a sudden in 2019, we're realizing we have race. This is ridiculous. Did we have institutional racism when Obama was president of the United States? Apparently, oh, we didn't know that then. No, all of a sudden kept, now they, we have been keeping it secret all this time. And by the way, is and that a Bernie's policy? the one that just brought it to the forefront? We had no idea, Bernie. That's not a policy, Bernie. She asked for specific policies to help colored people. No, said colored a, women. A whole bunch of them. She continued. He continues. And what does that mean? Here, oh, thank you. It means to say that we will not accept discrimination in the workforce. It means that we will end the absurdity of women in general making 80 cents on the dollar compared to men. Wait, that doesn't that help. That has nothing to do with what the woman just asked you. That's not people of color. That's not you women know. of color. Bernie, you ought to go back to Disney and sit in that, that uh, Muppets thing up there with your buddy. Because that's where you came from, I think. He looks just like those dudes. He does. You believe this whole... Sounds like him, You too. believe this whole sheaf, the people thing? This is the most... No, I don't. I, you know, all, all of these women are coming forward. And there's no room for any white women. It's all black women. Well, that's this group. They're a bunch of right ra- now. Look, 
the question of Bernie was, what's the specific policy you have for black women? And Bernie was dancing all over, talked about institutional racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, do how you about, have a pen I can use uh, over uh, over there? How about— uh, How do you say— What about Beto, answer. don't call Beto. me Francis O'Rourke? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Beto steps up to the she, the people stage. And here's what the question is of him. And with so much diversity uh, among those who are running, women, people of color, why should women of color choose you? Why should they choose me? Because hmm. I can keep my balance on a dinette chair inside a restaurant. <laughs> As I'm climbing up on the table to give a speech. Listen to that question. I want you to think about just for a second, you as a human being, just a person, maybe running for office or, or maybe you're at work and someone comes up to you and says, women, people of color, why should women of color choose you? Why should women of color choose you or like you? Women of color now. So there must be the inherent behind that question is there's something you can do for black women that only affect black women. If I was running, I'd say I have policies in mind. I have things in mind for women everywhere. But I, I don't take color into consideration. No kidding. There'll never be anything passed in my administration that says black, white, Asian, ever. Ever. And if you don't like that, don't vote no, for exactly. me. Please don't vote for me because exactly. I'm not a racist, but obviously you are. And I don't have a policy that has skin color attached. No, I just don't. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what you want from me. You know, but what do you think Beto O'Rourke does? Beto, don't call me Francis O'Rourke. Yeah, we okay. love him. We love him. Here he is. Why should women of color choose you? Big pause here. He's struggling. Watch this. Uh. So, <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's laugh about yeah, it because I have no clue what you're talking about. Because I don't have a policy for black women. No. I don't. No one does except. Beto O'Rourke's going to figure this out because he's pretty quick on his feet. Wait. Yeah. We'll wait. <laughs> Take your time. I will. Um, <laughs> you know, not something that, that I'm owed. Um, not something that I expect. Uh, mm. Something that I fully hope to earn mm. by the work that I do on the campaign trail. What's, what do you by, mean? By Are, showing you're going to earn the black women vote. You're What's gonna he earn- talking about owed? Their vote? Yeah, he doesn't owe, he's not owed their vote. But he's trying to figure out, you know, what, what, to say. what to say. And then he's thinking, well, let me think. There's got to be something I can do to earn the black women's vote, which is insane. It's just it's so stupid. All right. You want to hear him? Here's, a, here's a, trying to figure this one out. By, by showing up and listening to the people. Oh, listening to the people. that You can only listen. Can you not listen to everyone? You have to Did listen to black women. you not hear what that lady just said? She said black women, you bonehead. Right. Look, Beto, don't call me Francis or work. She's talking about black women. This is going to be a racist, a racist election competition. It is. Who can be the most racist? And it's so pathetic. He continues. That I want to serve. Uh, We talked about reparations and her House Bill 40 that is so important to the future of everyone in this country. He figured it out. Okay. The black women's vote might like reparations. Cha-ching. You know, this is the, the stupidest. It's, it's uh, first of all, it will never work. I guarantee you most people, and I'm, I'm dead serious about this. Most people have no connection 
to slavery. You're right. You're exactly right. No the majority of people who claim it don't have it. Have no connection. Zero. Either they came. Barack from, Obama was against reparations. Barack Obama has no connection to racism. No, he to, doesn't. To slavery. Zero. Exactly. I mean, he wasn't. We wouldn't even hear that. Nothing in it. His for family him, wasn't so there. Like, Let's not do this. This, this. this is. This is embarrassing. It's it's actually horrible. He continues to round it out here. To ensure that we know our history, our true story, so that we stop visiting injustices on future generations and begin the work of repair. We haven't been what? doing that. This is what? I don't even understand these people anymore. This is embarrassing. The work of repair so we don't continue to do injustice. This is the United States of America in 2019. Are you kidding me? Does he have any more gibberish? <laughs> yes. Like Thanks for asking. We've got a gibberish. ton. She the people. More of that dead ahead in your phone calls, 454-0822, 454-0822 on this special Friday. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Well, they say all good things come to an end. What's that got to do with this show? <laughs> kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. I know it's getting late, dear, but it's not often that we have so many people who've written about us and broadcast about us all together in one room like this, and I thought you might like to say a few nice words to them. They're all from the press and radio and television. Maybe just a friendly little greeting would do. How about... Just a f- word or two, something friendly, even one kind word. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Tell me, tell me, Mr. Politician, why should women of color vote for you? What an insane, stupid, racist question. But that's what She the People organization is all about. They had uh, the Democrat candidates come to their presidential forum and talked about them being black and reminded them that they're a powerful voting bloc, said the founder. It is our hope to advance a national conversation to help voters distinguish the candidates that help women of color in their communities. Is there a policy that is based upon someone's skin color? I'm sick of these groups, these leftist groups that divide us by color. And, of course, there's a group of politicians who cater to them instead of sending them to a place that does not exist. Why do they show up to these things? Who knows? One thing is they are a powerful voting bloc. They really are, but the, they're not speaking for every black woman in America. In fact, I would, I would dare say they're speaking for a very small group very small. of races right. who just want to of course, stir the stink and— you know, the intelligent folks, regardless of their color, they're going to vote right. intelligently. They're yeah. not going to vote with this. I would hope that I would hope that of most of, of people would understand that there are no policies for black people. There, and there are no, no policies, policies for, for white, white people. people. The policies pertain to us all. Exactly. We're all people, exactly. regardless of our skin color. Yeah. And if we start having policies that pertain to the color of skin, then we got a problem. We're never going to live in, in a, you know, a colorblind society with people like this. Here's a, uh, another question for Bernie Sanders that I thought was interesting in this whole stupid thing I had to watch. Here it is. One in five women have been raped. 
And further, each year, thousands of women and girls, particularly black women and girls, indigenous and transgender, wow. are kidnapped, trafficked, or murdered. Where'd that stack come from? What is your plan, and what would you, you, your plan be as president to end gender-based violence? What's your plan to end it? Listen to this. Say, first of all, where'd you get well, this statistic? We have got to recognize the severity of the program, of the problem. <laughs> it's a and program? Make sure we had no that idea. The- <laughs> it's a program. That's why they're all getting raped in traffic. It's a, oh, it's a, it's program. a program. It's not a problem. It's a program. We didn't know about we it. We got a government program that does it. <laughs> Son of a gun. We had no idea. Verity of the program, <laughs> of the problem. <laughs> and make sure that this does not continue to exist. No kidding. You're kidding really? me, right? You mean, are you seriously saying yeah. something no one else has ever said? Has gotta... nobody ever worked on this to exactly. make it go away? This is unbelievable. Or is it just, you know, just now? They <laughs> say, wow. Wow. I guess we better do yeah, something about this. We better do this. something about this. We better shut that program. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that problem down. He continues in this chaos. Listen to this. And that means that every woman. Yes. In a job, feel safe in the workplace, safe, no feel safe on campus, that anybody who rapes or harasses understand there will be a severe penalty to be paid for that. No that kidding! Already exists. No, are you kidding Bernie, me? Bernie, Never Bernie, Bernie man. We have laws on this, Comb don't we? your hair for a minute. Here's, that already exists. The pro, that, that already exists. How is that getting an applause line? You know, and I bet you, I would bet Good money that that lady's statistics are bunk. Oh, yeah, I agree with that entirely. It is bunk. Crap. But how he ends this. Understand there will be a severe penalty to be paid for that. <laughs> there there is, already is. It is unbelievable how this in means some, nothing. In some states, it's a death penalty. It means nothing. You, Bernie Sanders did and nothing but codify the law. He just simply said, by the way, we got to make sure that people rape, they get punished. No kidding. Oh, that's a newsflash. This is this is most unbelievable. The left is stupid. There These are, people are stupid. There are some states that give the death penalty. For rape. For rape. You know Depending what? Depending on how the house of and everything. Why? According to Bernie Sanders, it didn't happen anywhere. Bernie Sanders doesn't, he says this has got to stop. We got to do something. Got to stop. We need to punish people. We need to punish people. I didn't know we didn't punish people. I didn't know that we didn't say rape was wrong in America. I just, I did not know this. This is all new. And thank God there's a group called She the People instead of We the People that wants black women to have special policies. Did not know all this. Learned a lot today. Thanks to the left, the radical left. Your your phone call. (laughs) They rock. (laughs) Your phone call's next. 454-0822. They sure are fun to listen to and talk about. Mock them, make fun of them. I hope they keep going. Me too. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. And that's a wrap. But it's not a frozen pizza wrap. No, it's not. Hey, you want to hear how racist America is? Because Sean Baldwin, a 22-year-old young black man, was pulled over last week by a white police officer for expired plates. Baldwin, the young black man, also did not have a valid driver's license. But he was told, he told the police officer at a job interview and didn't have any way to get there. Instead of giving him a ticket, the white police officer drove him to his interview and he got the job. Wow. Come on, left. Pick up what the good race things. Instead of the bad white things. folks are out there. Exactly. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. One is Denmark, a socialist country. You need to check that out. 820theanswer.com. 
Facebook.com. What an amazing story about this police officer. This is what America is. It happens every single day. Yes, it does, and we don't hear about it. No, we hear about the bad because we the left hear wants about that. It. Yeah, the media is not going to report anything like that. Yeah, how, how's Camilla Harris going to save us from that? She can't because that's America. It's the greatness of it. All right, thanks for checking us out. 820theanswer.com. Kick on the Lee Brothers. Takes you directly to our page. Have a safe trip home this evening. You'll be driving through these storms, so be careful out there. And uh, we'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7. Have a great, blessed weekend. Enjoy that beautiful day tomorrow. I know I will. You have made me very angry. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer, and we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.